In this shortcast, Dr. Mary Reedy discusses her paper, Infantile Onset Pompe Disease with Neutropenia, Treatment Decisions in the Face of a Unique Phenotype, published in September 2022. Pompe disease, which is also known as glycogen storage disease type 2, is caused by a deficiency in functional lysosomal acid alpha-glucosidase, or GAA, enzyme. And this enzyme is responsible for the breakdown of glycogen to glucose. Therefore, GAA deficiency results in a systemic accumulation causing damage to skeletal muscle and smooth muscle. This leads to the clinical phenotype consisting of muscle weakness, respiratory insufficiency secondary to muscle weakness, and liver dysfunction. And additionally, the presence of cardiomyopathy in the newborn period is seen in patients with infantile onset Pompe disease or IOPD, and differentiates those patients classified as late-onset Pompe disease, or LOPD. Our report details the case of a large for gestational-aged male infant born at 37 and 67 weeks gestation with a pertinent maternal history of obesity and gestational diabetes. He was delivered via emergency C-section due to a fetal heart rate reported over 200 beats per minute and an EKG consistent with atrial flutter requiring cardioversion. His echocardiogram demonstrated moderate biventricular hypertrophy, and the etiology of these findings were presumed to be uncontrolled gestational diabetes. However, on day of life seven, as the patient and family were preparing for discharge, the New York State newborn screening resulted positive for Pompe disease, with second-tier DNA testing confirming two pathogenic variants in the GAA gene. Additional evaluations were promptly initiated, including cross-reactive immunological material or CRIM status, urinary disease biomarkers, and a repeat enzyme activity. We know that in patients with IOPD, early initiation of treatment improves outcomes. Therefore, prompt initiation of enzyme replacement therapy was warranted. In addition, treatment initiation includes the decision to utilize immune tolerance induction, or ITI, based on a patient's CRIM status. And the purpose of ITI is to minimize the development of anti-drug IgG antibodies to the enzyme therapy. This addition of ITI is standard of care for CRIM-negative patients, and recent data reports benefit with the addition of low-dose methotrexate as an ITI strategy in CRIM-positive patients based on published literature that a subset of CRIM-positive patients will still go on to develop anti-drug IgG antibodies. For our patient, an additional workup for a cause of neutropenia was essential before we considered the addition of immune-modulating medications, such as methotrexate, in our CRIM-positive IOPD patient. We thought it would be helpful to share how our patient's concomitant unexplained persistent neutropenia impacted our initial treatment decisions, as neutropenia has not been described to date in association with Pompe disease. We initiated Lumazyme, L-glucosidase alpha, on day of life 37 without immune tolerance induction in our CRIM-positive IOPD patient. We note in our report that the patient has experienced some infusion-related reactions leading to desensitization protocols and requirement of additional pre-medication. At six months of age, the patient's neutropenia has persisted, and notably, the patient has developed IgG antibodies in the low titer range. At this time, we continue to monitor and reassess the need for ITI. We are happy to report the patient is able to sit up, 
pull himself to stand on his own, and his most recent echo has showed improvement in his cardiac hypertrophy. Additionally, we feel this case provides a strong example to highlight the importance that newborn screening can have on patient outcomes in identifying rare genetic disease. In our patient with cardiomyopathy, a more common cause would have been gestational diabetes, which was also present. However, our patient was ultimately diagnosed with Pompeii disease. We would like to acknowledge all those who have cared for this patient. If you'd like to read more about our IOPD patient with this unique phenotype, please click the link in the podcast description. Thanks for listening.